The Lord will give strength to his people. Bring to the Lord, O sons of God, bring to the Lord honor and glory. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, working together with him then, we entreat you not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, at the acceptable time, I have listened to you and have helped you in the day of salvation. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We put no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way, through great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, tumults, labors, watching, hunger, by purity, knowledge, forbearance, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute. We are treated like impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying and yet we live, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing everything. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. The Lord said this parable a man going on a journey called his servants and entrusted to them his property to one he gave five talents to another two to another one to each according to his ability then he went away he who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them and he made five talents more So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. His master said to him, 
Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also who had the two talents came forward saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not winnow. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sowed and gather where I have not winnowed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has will be more be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast a worthless servant into the outer darkness. There men will weep and gnash their teeth. As he said these things, he cried out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Good morning. Today, today I want to ask you, what is your most valuable possession? What is your most valuable possession? Your home? Your car? A piece of jewelry? Shares in GameStop? Hopefully not that one. I want to recommend that one. What about the children entrusted to us? Human life is sacred at every stage of life, but even more valuable than physical life is the soul. Today, as we observe God Parents Sunday, Let's think about this most valuable possession, the human soul. The souls entrusted to us by God, our own souls, the souls of our children, and the souls of our God children, 
are the most precious things in the world. God has entrusted us with the greatest treasure. Similarly, in today's gospel lesson, we read the parable of the talents. In this parable, a man with great wealth travels far away and leaves his treasure with three of his servants, expecting the servants to do something with the treasures entrusted to them. A talent, by the way, is about a hundred pounds of gold. The first two double the massive sums of money that were entrusted to them. But the third, that was a different story. The third servant did nothing with the massive amount of money entrusted to him. He buried it in the ground. He didn't even put it in the bank to make interest on it. He was afraid to take responsibility for what was entrusted to him. He didn't want to get involved with the management of the money. He didn't even take the slightest risk and bring it to the bank. And what was his master's response? You wicked and slothful servant. But perhaps, you know, I'd have to say, perhaps we can relate to the wicked and slothful servant. We don't want to get involved. We don't want to take a risk. We don't want to take care of what was entrusted to us. We don't even want to do something a little extra. Isn't that often the case when it comes to our godchildren? Perhaps we are afraid to make the phone call. Perhaps we don't want to risk it and invite our godchild to church. Perhaps we are reluctant to get involved and help our godchildren grow closer to God. Perhaps we just want to forget what we spoke on behalf of our godchild on the day of the baptism when the priest asked, Do you join Christ? And we responded for the godchild and for ourselves, I do join him. We need to take care of the most precious treasure entrusted to us, the human soul. It is true, of course, that everyone has free will. Everyone makes a choice in his relationship with God. The apostles were not to blame when they preached, and many didn't listen to them. It is also true that parents are the primary influence on the children's faith, but that doesn't exempt us from our job as godparents. That doesn't exempt us from helping our godchildren grow closer to God. And it doesn't exempt us from trying to take care of the most precious treasure entrusted to us. We need to do something to help our godchildren grow closer to God. Like what, you might ask? Like what? First, prayer. Pray for your godchild. Prayer, our Lord said, can move mountains. Second, encouragement. Take a risk. 
and encourage your godchild to come to church, read the Bible, and pray. Third, provide tools, prayer books, Bibles, icons, and other spiritual reading. Fourth, provide an experience. Maybe pay for your godchild to attend a retreat or go to church camp. Fifth, spend time. Spending time with your godchild is an important way to help them grow spiritually. They will respond better to your spiritual encouragement if you have a good relationship with your godchild. There are a variety of ways we can help our godchildren take care of the most precious treasure that God has entrusted to us, the human soul. Let's work on one of these things, one of these suggestions I have here this week. Not sometime that is convenient, not next year, not when COVID is done. Let's do something this week. This week. All of these ways to help our godchildren are, frankly, a joy to do. Gift-giving can be a joy. Spending time with our godchildren can be a joy. Sending them to a church camp can be a joy. Encouraging them on the right path can be a joy. Praying for them can be a joy. Taking care of the most valuable treasure entrusted to us can be a joy. By being good stewards of the great treasure entrusted to us, the human soul, God promised a reward. May we, being good stewards, hear these words in the end. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Amen.